Hey loves, welcome back to Strip Down. So excited for today. I have been trying to get this chica on my show for quite some time now. We, we've tried to make it work several times and just, you know, life, everything, and just things happened. And then of course we all got quarantined and, you know, I, I could finally get her, you know, get her uh, literally, uh, you know, alone and uh, ready to podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Um, she, she's actually been trying to be on my show too. And it's just, you know, it just hasn't worked out, but now it finally has. Here we are. I have the amazing Annabelle DeSisto, who everyone knows wrote for the incredible Joan Rivers on Fashion Police. She is a hilarious, you know, comedian and writer. She is the host of Everyone's Guilty Pleasure podcast, Adderall and Compliments. And she just, you know, always gives her uncensored fun opinion. I adore her. I actually met her through our good friend, um, Psychic Chris Medina, who we just both love and, you know, we both vibed uh, together. She was on the other podcast, Amanda and I have Things Which Ways to the blog about you know without further ado I have Annabelle the Sisto. Hi! Hi babe! <laughs> Thank you so so much for for letting me be on. I know that this has been <laughs> we've had like a lot of you know divine timing you know like yes. just each other just and you've been uh the most patient patient person ever um dealing with my own, you know, trying to schedule around my own psychosis. You've been so, uh, <laughs> you've been so happened, you know, that's, that's life. And I feel like, you know, obviously me being a mom, like I, you know, my, my perspective of things is different than others maybe who would be like, Oh my gosh, she's crazy. I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. Like mom life is probably the hardest thing in the world I've ever done. And so I think every time now I look at anything with anyone else, my perspective is so like, oh, okay, no worries. Like, it's fine. Like, I, whereas like years ago at the old alley would have been like, what? What do you mean? You can't do it. Ugh. Like, I'd be so crazy. But now I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm in a shit storm with my, with Amelia. So like all good, you know, like it's just, you know, it's, um, it, you know, it's, it, it's all good. I finally got you on, you're here. And, you know, um, and for my audience that doesn't know you, which I've shocked but for those that don't um she is not a mama of a human but she has many fur babies um she has many kitties how many kitties do you have i have six kitties i um had them all trying to walk all over me when i was on annabelle's podcast <laughs> yes you are they were, all, they were all stepping on me and greeting me and, and and you know sitting uh next to me and meowing and giving their opinion they're all very vocal like their mama and uh <laughs> You are a true earth mother. Like they just sense like the mother with like, they could smell like the milk. They just knew that this like mother, like they were, good. They were like, Oh, she's breastfeeding the babies. So like, we'll all come over. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I know. I remember we were sitting there recording and you're like, sorry. Oh, sorry. And like each of them just kept coming over. Like tuxedo, I think was coming over the most. And he was like, yeah, he was really <laughs> wanting to be on the show. Like he was really committed. I mean, I kind of, admired him for it I was like wow you're really going for it you're not taking no for an answer you know so you know but I love it and like listen we all love our fur babies besides of course our you know obvious you know babies so I just you know I had to say that because that was hilarious to me when I was on your show oh and here comes one of my cats she's like oh I hear you talk about kitties um you know so but um you know but I told you I wanted to really have you on because you know we've known each other now for quite some time we met through obviously Chris Medina um and I mean I'm like how, quite a few years now right yeah like two three 
I want to say like maybe three years ago. I know. I was like, I'm like, yeah, because I knew you before I was pregnant. So yeah, it has to be good old Bravo stripped was like almost like three years ago now. So yeah, something like that. Cause I, feel oh my like- God, yeah. Cause I remember that was, I think the second time when I met you was when we recorded things were too lazy to blog about. And you were telling yeah. me about like this naked show that you were thinking about. I was like, oh yeah, that's not like, I just kind of think that sounds real. Yeah. You're really going to be on that. (laughs) I was just like, Oh God. I was like, you know, like I know that she's married. She's super smart, but I was so worried that like some creepy ass producer was like, yeah. Okay. So it's a show where you get like, where you take everything from you and you're just naked the whole time. I'm like, Oh my God, they're going to rob her and just make her be naked the whole time and say it's going to be on TV. And there's probably not even going to be tape in this camera. I'm so worried, but I, I don't want to sound like a hater and been like, this doesn't sound like a real show. It sounds there like a so many people that were like, this is real. This is happening. The best was my parents. They're like, so this isn't a joke. This is, <laughs> this is really happening. And I was like, yeah, no, it's a real show. No, are you sure? You know, I was like, yes. And I'm giving you a heads up because the whole world's going to know soon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's around when we met. Yeah. I remember that. So, so I'm like, okay, yeah. How do you like three? three and a half years ago, because Stripped was out two years ago, but obviously filming and all that and all the good production, it was like three or so years ago that actually happened. So yeah, something like that, because Amelia's two, and you knew me before I had her. Because I'm like, I have pictures of us, like sitting at whatever taco place I was, and I was like skinny mini. So I'm like, I definitely didn't. Yeah, when I was... I was trying to be more on a like triple date with you. I was trying to date more (laughs) you and your husband than... (laughs) That's right. And who Amanda was trying to set you up with. Oh my God. That's so funny. That's right. Oh my gosh. Good times. That's when we could go out and like sit at a restaurant, you know, geez. I mean, it's, it's so weird that it, that just seems like so like casual and like easy and like, like, remember when like all of us like used to eat, like just like the nuts out of the same bowl that was like sitting at a bar. Like, and that was like, everyone. no big deal. I know. I know it's so wild, right? When you think about it now, it's like, like oh my God, don't touch that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Like, you know, for me, it's like when I go for my checkups, like they're constantly doing like, you know, checking my temperature before I even walk in the door. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what is this? It's just, it's, it's wild. It really you, is. Can I just tell you something real quick that freaked me out so, like so badly. Okay. So we are getting, um, grocery delivery here. Like obviously, um, and where I am uh, visiting my parents in South Carolina, like they just got Instacart. I think that there are maybe like three I'm Instacart. I'm surprised they even have Instacart there. I'm, I'm shocked. They just <laughs> got it just in the past month. And I literally think that there's maybe like, I don't even know if there's like a total of four people doing it. <laughs> like it is just like the Instacart delivery. Over and over again. It was nine days out. It was like a nine day out delivery. And it's like in LA, we're used to doing it like in an hour like yeah, totally. although right now like I tried to get Instacart the other day like thinking like for a couple things we needed and it was like five day delivery and I was like okay or not I guess I'll just get my mask on and gloves on and go for <laughs> it's like I'm not waiting five days like I was just so so freaked out and I'm trying to I'm trying to take care of like my parents as much as I can and like like we have you know I have my six cats they have their three so we have a total of nine cats a dog oh, they had cats yeah, so we have a total of like nine cats and it's my dad's cat farm. I love it. <laughs> I know it's it is like literally our own little like cat colony. Um, my dad is seventy three, but also three years old at the same time. Like he <laughs> is like an old man baby, so it's just really hard. It is it is almost like having a toddler. But imagine if you're to- like 
imagine if Amelia could just be like, no, I'm done. I don't want to hear any of this anymore. And like, you know, she's, like hey, listen, she's getting to that. She just hit <laughs> like, and she's starting to say no to Justin and I and be sassy. And we both look at each other like, what did she just do? Like, it's like our eyeballs like zoom open and like mouths drop. And we look at each other like, oh my gosh, what happened to our sweet baby? who would be like, okay. And now it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, oh, welcome to being a toddler. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I'm just like, all of a sudden my dad, my dad is just so, so stubborn. So I'm just trying to get him to take his vitamins and right. trying to like make like his immune system as strong as possible. Because like also he had to fly. He like, he, he just left for LA like a few days ago, which was like oh, terrible wow. because unfortunately it's like, he didn't want to go at all. And like, and we didn't want to go, but unfortunately like construction is like, like it's, what yeah, it's deemed essential. Yeah. We still have construction going on in, in our neighborhood. I was shocked. And my husband, Justin was like, it, it's considered essential. And I was like, wow. And since it's like a state job anyway, that's so sorry. Not sure. The whole reason was like, I've been trying to make him take his vitamins and like the, like the emergency powder that I would like put in his drink. And he's just like, no, blah, I can't do that. <laughs> like, truly acting like he was like I was making him drink like literal like cat piss I was like here can you get vitamins like this the like giant like tantrum that he was doing about this I was like okay well I found these like vitamin gummies so like I got the vitamin gummies from the instacart and they were on the counter and like I opened it and there was you know like the top like you know the top you peel back well like there was a hole in it like that somebody just spoke like oh uh uh-huh and I asked him I was like did you take some of these vitamins? And she's like, well, no, I'm sure it was like your dad. And I was like, I don't know. He's like not up yet. And she's like, I don't know. Like maybe he like came down in the middle of the night and took them. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I was, and she's like, she just like went to go like grab them. I was like, well, no, I like, I, we need to ask him if he took some first. Cause like, what if they just, what if these just like came open? She's like, who would do that? As she just takes the vitamins. And when my dad comes down, I'm like, so you had these in the night? He's like, no, I don't even know where these were. And I'm like, somebody <laughs> had somebody's used vitamins. Somebody just came in, like, somebody took, like, just vitamins out, like, yeah. oh. just, I don't know why it, I mean, I know that we, like, eat out in restaurants and, like, fast food, but I don't, so, and people are handling well, not. Well, what's going on right now. So, it's like, oh, my God, like, you're freaked out. I get it. Listen, it's like, I come in from, you know, going to the grocery store, and I'm, you know, not only am I sanitizing everything, you know, that's coming from the grocery store, but then I'm also wiping down our counters where the bags were, and I wipe down every single thing that comes out of the bag, and you know what I mean? It's like, and then I jump in the shower to wash everything off me, and, like, you know, so it's, it's understandable. Like I, I would be like, what the heck too? I'm just like, oh, and he was in vitamins. So I'm like, oh my God. I, then my anxiety level, like I get like, even if people didn't have struggle with anxiety before, which I don't even know how you're a person like living in, you know, the often like don't have some type of disorder. Um, <laughs> like everything is like, you know, brought up to like level a million. So yeah, everyone's already dealing with like anxiety but of course I just automatically went into like oh my god this was how I was trying to save my family and I'm gonna kill us all because I made us eat these things that like what if somebody took off the water fit in there like I don't know it was just like yeah it it made me like for two hours I was like oh my god I I already feel it I, I already feel it in my throat and my chest and I'm like yeah, oh no and I'm you, and you yourself out yeah totally I know like you cough and you're like oh my god did I really just cough like yeah I yeah I I get it. I mean, it's, you know, well, that's what I wanted to talk to. I was telling you like before we started, you know, recording, like 
you know, I want to talk about, you know, as you know, stripped down is that really being real and raw. And I want to talk about, you know, everyone always talks about how you're like, you know, this amazing comedian, which you are, you're hilarious and have an incredible podcast, which you do, but you know, your podcast really, and your fan base and the people that, you know, that, you know, you like that follow you and really look up to you and admire you and all that, you know, it's because they've watched your journey with your own mental health and everything that you've been through. And I think you should really give yourself so much credit for how you're handling this pandemic right now and everything that's going on. Because like, I know I've known you for quite a few years now and I've seen your levels of anxiety and I've seen you kind of like quarantine at home, yeah. and, you know, before we were quarantining, you know, and, and, and be in this and, you know, and really just kind of like hibernate and, you know, become a little hermit and not be able to deal with life and all that. Like, I think you should give yourself so much credit, like during this pandemic where we're all struggling, like, yeah, I know you have your moments, but like you're doing well and you're holding yourself together and you're in a good place mentally. Like, you know, how does that feel for you right now being that we are in, you know, this pandemic that you are quarantined, of course, you're with your parents, but you are quarantined. And this is something that now is obviously being forced on all of us. Whereas before that was something you were choosing. Yes. You know, I mean, really, you were choosing other than going to see your therapist or, you know, maybe talk to fam, like your, your parents, like you were choosing to be home. You were choosing not to interact. You were choosing not to be social, you know, and, and, and now like, you know, we're all in this and, and it's not really a choice. Well, you were so, so sweet for like saying such kind words. That is so nice of you. And thank you. You've been such an amazing like source of support to me always, like even in my like darkest times. And also, like, they already know who, like, because they listen to you, but Allie truly is, like, if possible, even sweeter than she is, like, than you And, like, one of the times when I was supposed to go up there, I was in my car, and I called her breaking down sobbing. I got five minutes out of my parking garage, and and you had had a panic attack. My anxiety became so bad. Like, I always used to, like, love driving, and during my, like, I went through, um, manic depression like I've uh I've had depression my whole life and I'm uh bipolar and so that that's like not new for me but I've gone through two really like manic depressions where it's like I have not been able to leave my bed and uh this past summer was one of them and I never had a problem driving before but like my anxiety got so bad it's like I think I drove my car maybe like three times in like five months like I just could not like I would have to take Ubers like every you know, well, the one good thing about being depressed was I really wasn't going that many places. I wish that I would have to take an Uber every day, like every time to my therapist, just because the idea of driving just like terrified me. So it's like, you've been so, so patient with me. So I so appreciate it. Um, with this, it, I, it's so like, it's so horrible. So I like hate to say, not like I am enjoying this. Cause I know that none of us are enjoying this and it's like sure. so scary and awful. Like, I will say that it's like, I have been, you know, preparing for this my whole life, like with my, (laughs) you've been in quarantine. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, I hate to say that my life really hasn't changed that much besides like being concerned for other people. Um, but I am now like not having as much guilt about, um, (laughs) like watching TV and being on my computer all day, which before, (laughs) uh, depression was like, Oh my God, no, I should be out doing things. Um, and here I'm like, oh no, everyone's doing the same thing. Like, right. Like, yeah. We all we're, all, are. we're all in Groundhog Day. We're all doing, yeah, exactly. Um, but it's like, 
everyone is just like going, everyone's like going through this together and just everyone being open about like being nervous and none of us like knowing what's happening. And I think like uncertainty is what humans hate the most. Like we all like we can't control it. Yeah. Uncertain. Like that's like the scariest thing for all of us. And the fact that all of us in the entire world are going through it and we have no idea, like we've, we've never experienced like a plague before. Like the only time we've had a plague was like when we play like Oregon trail and we like dive. <laughs> like that is the only time we've like experienced like this mass hysteria. So it's just like, I am so, so thankful that like the darkest time in my life, like wasn't during this because I think it just like would have, the fear would have amplified it. Like, yeah. So much, like so much worse. So I'm so, so grateful that I get to be like out here, like seeing my parents, like, yeah. Just, but you know, how do yourself that you actually like, you know, when this all started, I remember you telling me like you were packing up and getting the cats ready and getting ready to leave to go to your parents to be with them so you could, you know, help take care of them, but also be with them and not be on your own. And like, you could have just stayed home, you know, and, and just been in LA with your cats and just been like, okay, well, I've been, you know, here before. So I'll just sit here by myself. And I feel like the fact that you were like, no, I'm going to go to my parents and I want to get out and, you know, get away. And you know what I mean? And mentally new for your own mental health. Like, I feel like that's a really big step in the right direction of what you, where you've been with your anxiety and your depression. So I guess my question to you is, is like, how are you, you know, because you are dealing better with like what everything's going on, how do you feel like you are dealing and how do you feel like, um, you know, that you are in a better mental space, even though we are going through something so crazy? Um, I think the farther you get out of like whatever type of like mental bubble you're going through or whatever, you know, whatever you like when I'm coming, like when I come out of those like mental phases, like I call them like tunnels, like when I finally like get out of the tunnel farther and farther away and you're able to see things, you know, how people say like hindsight is 2020 and just the things that I was obsessing about, like depression, anxiety and things that were really, really getting me down that I had no control over because uh, not just like with like mental health, because obviously I'm like on medication with that, but the things that were upsetting me most were what like other people were doing mm-hmm. and things that were online and stuff that I have no control over. Mm-hmm. And I think that what's happening right now, it's like, I think it's sh- is like showing all of us, like what is like the most important to us and kind of all of that, like other crap that you do freak out about or like what, you know, what you think somebody thinks of you or somebody said, and you're like, if this was like our last day on earth, am I really going to like, right. Am I going to care? I'm going to, I'm going to text that person and tell them, you know, a piece of my mind. Like, right. And so just realizing how much stuff that we like give energy to that doesn't really like matter at all. Like, yeah. Like in the end. And so that's really helped of realizing just how much energy I was giving to people and things that, do not serve me that like aren't giving that energy. Yeah. And it's just like everything has, everything is just like the meaning that you give it. And if you don't give like whatever, like whatever person or whatever, like subject, like if you don't give it that energy and that time, like that's the only, like you're the person who is choosing that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like you're choosing that for sure. And so being able to kind of step away and 
realize how stupid like being obsessed with negative like trolls online was like what was really getting to me yeah and then just being able to like no it's like most important is being here like with my parents and like my like loved ones and that's what like all anyone wants to do right now is be with people that they love and like and so that's really helping me like remind myself of like what's important and what I have and like what I need to focus on. And like, that's then really helping me get through it and being able to see, like getting able <laughs> to see my parents every day. And I'm so thankful I get to like have that, but it's like, I was by myself for mostly six months. I mean, besides like those days when I would see my therapist and then whoever I was podcasting with. So I completely like, I completely understand and like relate and empathize and feel bad for the people who this is their first time going through it. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I know how horrible it is just to be like left alone with your own thoughts and be by yourself. And now you have like a pandemic going on. So it's like right. so much more. It's so much like, I know how horrible it is just like regular, like without the world on fire. <laughs> so yeah. to like going through this and for people who like, who don't get to go to their workplace or don't have like roommates or like now don't have a job. And it's like everything that is their safety, they don't have anymore. And so it's like, I feel so badly for people just like now going through this because nobody knows how to, which is the only good thing about depression. I'm like, Oh, I've been, I've been through this. (laughs) But I also, I know how how horrible it is just like to be alone and how just crippling it can be sometimes. Well, yeah. And I mean, you know, with your depression, you know, like, and then like how you were saying with your thoughts, what do you think it is now that you do besides, of course, realizing like, okay, I shouldn't pay attention to like troll, which like, oh, listen, I mean, that's like a real thing. Like I've been trolled before and it's terrible feeling and it's so just disgusting on the other person's or people's um, ends and it's just negative and horrible. But just in general, like how do you work through your thoughts so that you don't go into that spiral back of depression of where you are then focusing your energy on things that you shouldn't be and you're consumed by it. I think um, catching it as soon as you can, like, because it it's kind of like for me, like one of those cartoon drills where it's like my, my thoughts can just spiral so like so fast and like uh, so deep down, like very, very quickly. Yeah. And so trying to stop myself and then like, okay, is what I'm saying actually, is what I'm thinking actually true? Is there 100% proof like showing this? Because like a lot of times, like when you're signing, you're like, oh my God, I have no friends. Nobody loves me. I don't have a job. Like, and all those things where it's like in the moment you can feel that way and lonely, but I'm like, in reality, I'm like, no, there are people who love me. No, I do have friends and trying to stop yourself and like sometimes I have to write it down of like what my fear is or what my, um, in uh, therapy, they call them ants, like automatic negative thoughts. Yeah. So, uh, like you're writing down your aunt and then writing like next of like, is this true? Like it's true, not true. And then you write the reasons where like, you can see like, this isn't true for this, this, and this. And like, it's your thought, right. To like, kind of just like everything is just kind of like interrupting a pattern. Yeah. Like with training a dog or like, you know, like teaching a kid or anything, it's interrupting like a pattern and that's what you have to do with yourself. And it's so, so hard and so like 
so scary, but making yourself like write down things really, really helps. Like, because it's just getting it out of your brain and getting it like on paper so you can see, so it doesn't like make it worse. Like that is a huge, like that's a huge help. Yeah. No, I think that's a great tip for anyone listening right now that, you know, might be having those spiraling thoughts or might be feeling certain things. I mean, even me, as you know, obviously I went through a postpartum depression and um, even now I catch myself feeling certain things. I'm sure also my hormones are being pregnant, but like I'll catch myself and I'm like writing things down in my journal just to get them out and not have them be sitting and spiraling in my mind and then manifesting and then becoming a thing for me. So it's like, I also like, you know, choose to then journal and try to sit and visualize and meditate like, okay, this is where I really am. This is not where I am. And so, you know, I understand that. And I think a lot of people sometimes forget just writing simple things down will help release things that they're holding that they don't realize are holding, especially in a time like right now. And not making yourself feel worse about how, like, however you're feeling, adding guilt on top of it and thinking about, I don't deserve to have whatever, like, if you're anxious, like, I, like, oh my God, I shouldn't be anxious. People have it so much worse. Like, oh my God, I'm sad. People have it so much. And that makes whatever you're going through, like, an extra level of help because, like, just because somebody has it worse, like, that does not, you know invalidate like your pain like just because somebody has it worse that doesn't mean that you don't get to deserve like you don't deserve to feel like scared or unhappy or depressed and lonely you know because people are because people have been like you know there are people in third world countries who you know who don't have this but it's like that doesn't (laughs) yes there are people in third world countries who you know like don't have what you have but it's like also that doesn't mean that you're not allowed to be having like a horrible day and like exactly And you just have to let yourself feel whatever, like let yourself feel whatever you're feeling because the more you try to like suppress it down and be like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And just like jamming it like more and more eventually that like, that like is going to burst open. If well, you don't- I did my postpartum depression, I just kept pushing it all down. I was fine. Fine. I'm fine. I'll go get a massage. I'm fine. I'll get my lashes done. I'm fine. I'll, I'll go see a friend. I'll get a glass of wine. Like it was just like, everything was a quick fix, quick fix, quick fix. Yeah. And it just, and it didn't work. I thought it was working. I thought I was getting to a better place, but then I would realize I was in an even darker place and I was in an even deeper place. And then like you just said, like you spiral down more and because you're pushing it down more, you're not actually dealing with it. And I also had to learn that was like validating my feelings and being like, okay, maybe it's not the worst thing in the world, what somebody else is going through, but it's still my feelings, still how I feel. And I'm allowed to feel this way. And I think that's a great you know, message for you to share too, is like, you're allowed to feel your feelings and you should feel your feelings and you exactly. should feel okay about being like, this is where I'm at right now. And like, yes, there's other things going on in the world, but this is where I'm at personally right now. Exactly. It's like, I mean, if we've learned nothing from celebrities, you can't like you can't find any more like gorgeous, rich, successful, like adored. And it's like, you see how many celebrities like unfortunately commit like suicide or go into rehab and have all these problems. Cause it's like, it doesn't matter with any of it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you have. Like none of that matters. Like if internally, like the like warrior having in your own brain, like nothing on the outside can, you know, can like change that. Right. Like, um, I think we just, are so, so hard on ourselves, like that we don't deserve to like have whatever feeling. Um, one of my quick, uh, one of my quick like fixes. Yeah. Um, when I was 
in my, my manic depressions. And it's like a lot of times, like with depression, like sometimes even just brushing your teeth and showering, like that can fit, like that can feel like running a marathon, you know, like when you get home doing something that's like a routine. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, like when you get home and like the thought of taking off your makeup, you're like, Oh God, no. It's like, that seems like such a part. That is like sometimes how when you're depressed, the idea of like getting up and brushing your teeth is you're like, Oh no, it's like, it's, I'd rather have like a, like tooth pulled. Like sometimes that's how like miserable it felt. But it's like one thing I always made sure I did was, um, showering Mm -hmm. just because I, and I know that sounds like so basic, but my therapist said like scientifically proven, proven it's like water changes your body chemistry and your brain chemistry. Yeah. I've heard this. They said it's the same thing with birth. It's like water changes the way things feel. Mm Mm-hmm. So sometimes like I would literally shower four times a day. Like I it was oh. like, I was like, tell where it's like, I was so manically depressed, but it's like, I know like getting in the shower with even just for five minutes, it was going to be a relief of like how I was feeling and how I was thinking. Yeah. And just like that, like you normally never come out of a shower feeling worse. Mm-hmm. Like, so like most- that is true. Like you really don't, you come out and you feel refreshed no matter what, even if like it wasn't the best shower, like you do, you do feel refreshed. And so it's like, that is, um, I mean, I know it's like not super great for the environment, but you know, like we're all, (laughs) we're all inside right now. You're not, you know, gas, your carbon footprint is very small right now. You know, it's like, take a shower. Yeah. You take that shower. Listen, I take like two baths a day and a shower because I'm like just so huge and so uncomfortable. Justin will come by and he's like, are you taking another bag? He'll walk by the bath. (laughs) He's like, are you in the bath again? And I'm like, yes. I can move in here. And he's like, oh my God. And I'm like, my hips are not working. And they work in the tub, you know? Like, you know, struggle is real. So you do what you got to do. But I think that's a great tip is like that you're like, you know, if that helps you and that changes the way you personally, mentally process, then that is something you should do. And I think that that's also a really good message too is like for right now for everyone is it's like, and also regardless, like even if you're someone just who's depressed, you need to do things that help you, like you say, get you back into routine and help you be able to move forward into the next thing. Because like you said, things, everything feels so daunting. So you have to start with something. It's just like, even just like, just the tiniest things. If you just do like three things, which is always for me, just get up, like get up, make your bed because you always feel better when your bed is made. Like it really doesn't. Oh my my bed isn't made for like right. the last week. I'm, I'm terrible. I need to work on, I need to work on that. Well, it's like you have an excuse. Like you also have, like you have literally four people in your bed at like any time. Like, um, uh, getting out, like getting out of bed, make like make your bed and change, like change your clothes. And even if you're just like changing into a different pair of pajamas, like, yeah. Even if you're just changing into a different pair of like, we call them soft clothes. So it makes me feel (laughs) like, um, you're just like changing to a different pair, like change into a pair of clean clothes. Even if it's just like another like clean pair of pajamas, like open the windows, like let light in. And this is like, that is like a huge thing because, you know, like we all see in all the movies and, you know, cartoons, like the idea of like depression it's just like you're in a dark room like the lights are closed there's and like how your brain feels right like that's how I I remember with my postpartum depression like I always felt like I was in this dark tunnel on this dark space that I was feeling suffocated in and like it wasn't until after going through my own help and everything else that I saw the light again in the tunnel but like I that what you're describing of like cartoons and movies and that it's like that's what most of us when you're in that state live like you are in that dark space and you don't know how to get the light in so that is another good tip of like allowing at least 
the natural light of like nature and the outside to come in, even if your own brain isn't there. And move to at least like one song. And it's like, I'm not going to, I have not worked out to, I've like, I've not worked out in any of this quarantine. So I'm not like, join one of those live, you know, yeah, faith I, classes. I tell myself every day, like I do stretches obviously for the baby and everything. And like, I do like little yogas and whatever for all of like 10 minutes. But I tell myself whenever I see like a live pop up, I'm going to do it. And I jump on and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, like, oh, well, the, I made the effort by clicking it, right? You know? I mean, you were you made the arm workout by clicking it. Also, it's like, you're always doing, like, you're doing, like, a 15-pound workout all the time, like, with oh, the dolly. I mean, I guess. Like, you're doing an ab workout all the time. Like, I feel like you, <laughs> like, you are set, like, you're doing, an, like, when everyone's like, don't worry, like, you're doing that, but you literally are, do, like, you're doing way too much, Allie, like, <laughs> So it's like, when I say like move, I'm not saying like, get up and do like, you know, a full like Peloton class or whatever. Cause like, I haven't just get up and move to like one song. Cause like at Tony Robbins or like any of the seminars I've gone to, like Tony Robbins keeps it like freezing in like in the arenas. I've but heard that. Yeah. With, uh, I would say every half hour, like you have to get up and he, like the music is blaring. Like you're like, it's. <laughs> it is so loud. It's like being like at like the Super Bowl. It's insane. And so it's like every half hour, he like blares music and you have to like, you have to dance. Like you literally look like you're having a seizure. Like you look like Ramon. Everyone looks like Ramona's thing, like Ramona singer, because he's like, do you have, like, he makes you do all these like crazy arm movements. And it's like, everyone's doing it. It's like, you don't like feel, you don't feel weird. Because, like, yeah. And then if you're not doing it, it's very obvious. You're the only one not doing yeah, it. Then you like, then you're the one who's like the, like, like crazy odd person out but really whenever you move your body and even like the weirder you move it like if you just like did like your version of like a little kid like running around on the playground like just moving your body in like the most spastic way literally just doing a Ramona singer <laughs> one song it's crazy like how different your body feels like yeah. it completely changes it completely changes your like chemistry like your brain like it breaks you from that pattern and just like a shower like it is crazy how different, like how like instantly different you feel from just like moving your body to like one song. You don't do like jumping jacks or anything. Like literally, I just like dance around like I'm one of those like inflatable tube men. Like, like that's <laughs> like I put on like the song from the Goofy movie. Like I I do like the tube man outside of a car dealership, oh, and I automatically feel better. So it's just like just easy stuff like that where it doesn't cost any money. It's like really simple, but it's in these times like where we have like limited resources and everyone's trying to save money and like everyone's like has, you know, you just have to try to like work with as much stuff as you have and like yeah. you have to do everything you can for you to like keep yourself as sane as possible. And just, I would say like always making, like just always making sure you shower and like dance. Yeah. I love that. Shower and dance. Super simple. That and sounds like such like a bad, like that sounds like such a lazy like home good sign like <laughs> power and dance like no one's watching. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. I mean, it, it it does sound like pretty simple. I mean, you know, and it's like it's something obviously we could all do right now. So it's a good, you know, it's it's a good tip. I'll, I'll love it when all of a sudden I see like people that don't know in uh, Annabelle's, um, you know, a fan group and all of her uh, 
followers and friends are called kittens, obviously, because of, you know, her love for her cats. And so, like, they, I will crack up if the kittens all of a sudden are doing a shower and dance, like, (laughs) or a video or something in the group. I'll be like, oh, we inspired this. I love it. It's so funny. No, that's what I mean. It's like, you know, it's, it, that's a good tip. And that's, and like you said, it's very simple. It's very basic. And I think, especially in this time for those that are depressed or have anxiety and things like that, giving those tiny, small, you know, pieces versus feeling like these massive things they need to do that feel overwhelming. It's like, that's like you said, super simple. And like, you should do it because it will make you feel good. Yeah. And it's like, whenever I'm freaking out and I like text my therapist, like when I'm in a spiral, she's like, she's like, okay, get, she's like, have you gotten out of bed yet? And I'm like, no. And she's like, all right, get up, do a song. And then like, and then call me. Right. And like the difference is it, it really does like help in like such a giant way and it's free, which free is my favorite price. Um, so it's like, that's, that's like a big thing, but just trying to do everything you can for yourself because you're the, like, you're the one, unfortunately, who's stuck in your brain the whole time, right. like that you have no escape I know, from. mind can be one of the darkest places. Yeah. Yeah. It's trust me. I'm like, that was like the like horror islands that I was <laughs> stuck on. <laughs> it was like, no, we're literally like when you're in like a horrible depression, I would just like pray for sleep. And I would like pray not to wake up and not even in that in like a suicidal like way. I just meant it is like, cause I knew when I wake, like I knew when I would wake up, I would be like myself again. And I wake up and be like, no, again, why? No. And so I would just been like, Hey, when do I get to go to sleep again? And I'm like, how late is it? Oh, great. It's only 9.30 AM. Perfect. <laughs> like, and just having to wait like all day till I fell asleep again of like being in like the worst, like you know, solitary confinement in your brain. Yeah. Like you have to be so careful and you have to help yourself in every way. That's why I'm super careful about like what I watch on TV and like Mm -hmm. movies. Like I am not one of those people who like, likes to listen to Adele, like love her. Although I did think she looked way better fat. Like she's like one person where I'm like, (laughs) why did you lose weight? Like you're one of the few people who looks great bigger. (laughs) I wish I was one of those people. Like you're so lucky. Like there's very few people who like have that gift, like now yeah. she looks weird, like super thin. Oh, I'm just like, you're completely not taking advantage of something all of us wish we had. Yeah. Well, you know, she fell into the Hollywood world and it's like, you know, oh, I need to be a certain way. And I need to, I mean, I can only imagine like what their brains tell them all the time. But it's like when some people like, like to listen to really sad music when they've had a breakup and it's like, what you watch and what you listen to really does affect you. You like absorb it and in your mind and it like, you have to be like, so, so careful. So it's like, I never watched like the handmaid's tale. I've never watched like any of like that dark stuff. Like I think people, especially right now, really limiting how much like news you watch. That's me. I'm constantly doing news detox. Yep. Because it's just like, it's not going to get any better for you watching like more news. It's only going to ramp up your like anxiety. Um, and there's uh really like, there's very little good news. Like, unless you're watching like one of those like animal planet shows, like <laughs> unless like, like there's really not like a lot of like good news. And if there is like, trust me, you'll hear about it. Like somebody's going to text you. You still you, like, you'll see it on Facebook. It'll be yeah. trending on Twitter. Right. Like you don't have to be like, you're only going to see stuff that makes you feel 
Yeah, like, that's how it is right now. Mm-hmm. Like, feel worse. Like, obviously, be as, like, informed as possible of, like, you know, knowing the precautions, whatever. But, like, really be, like, careful of, like, what you're subjecting yourself to. Like, think of your mind as, like, like a little bait. Like, like you wouldn't want your, like, kid watching, like, something. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, like an absorb that's going to trigger them or make them upset. Yeah, no, it's true. It's that's like, how you need to think about, like, yourself, right? Like, everyone needs to like to treat themselves like that because we're all like, we're all new at this. Like none of us have ever experienced this. And like, like you need to be so gentle with yourself and be so, so kind and whatever you're doing, like a lot of people are like having to work from home and it's like so hard, like with productivity level and people don't know how to do it. Adjusting. Mm -hmm. And people are feeling like horrible, like horrible about themselves and feeling like lazy and that they're not doing enough. And, like that's just making everybody feel worse. And it's like, whatever you're doing, however you're getting through this. And like, a lot of us are like binge eating. Cause like, that's like a comfort. We all like okay. need something comforting. And that's like totally fine. Cause like everyone else is binge eating too. Like, however you're getting through this is perfectly fine because yeah, the fact that you get through, through it, right. Yeah. Like, of just like, do not think about like what is going to happen. Like, next week or next month or anything it's like just get through this hour yeah. like just think of it of like you got through this hour then think about like the next hour like of just because that's all you have right now like in front of you and your anxiety is going to get worse like thinking more into the future yeah like it will just make it like that much more terrifying on you so just like try to just one hour at a time was my thing was like just to get through this hour, just to get through this hour. Yeah. But I think that that's like a real like good tip. And that's also like a really honest share to be like, I'm just going hour by hour because it's like, it is true. If you look at like, Oh, the later this week and then next week and the next month, it's like, you're going to make yourself crazy because none of us know. And it is very uncertain right now. And everything, you know, is kind of changing by the day. So it's like, you just don't know. And you can't sit as humans. We really can't sit in that uncertainty because it doesn't serve any of us. Like we don't handle it well. So it's like, you're right. You just have to kind of just take it step by step and, you know, and, and handle it. And I think, you know, like for you, you've had a very, you know, successful career, obviously for, you know, writing for, you know, Joan Rivers and everything to do with fashion police and, you know, now having this amazing podcast and everything you're doing. Do you feel like the, your podcast is part of your sanity right now because you are working, you know, uh, from, you know, your parents' house and that is your, you know, your job and that you are continuing to able to be able to do that and interview different guests and keep your show going. Like, how does it feel being able to, you know, continue working through this and, you know, continuing to host your show? Oh, I'm so, so thankful that I'm like one of the lucky people who gets to work from home. Like, I'm so lucky that I get to work from home and that like my job like wasn't affected by this and that I still have my job. And I know I'm like, I am so, so lucky for that and that I can do it anywhere. Um, and I'm, I feel, <laughs> I feel actually like it's way easier to do, uh, my show right now than it was to do my show in like my self isolation. Those were the shows that were like the hardest for me. Cause mm-hmm. I would just focus on like, okay, for the next hour and a half, like, don't cry. That was, like, (laughs) just trying to get through because I wasn't really talking about, like, any of the stuff that was, like, happening, you know, like, in my life because, like, I was just trying to put on, like, a show that didn't super depress people and, like, wasn't 
about like everything going on in my mind. Um, but I just put out horrible shows because I was just, I was literally like in a walking coma. I was like in my own version of like Amanda Bynes. Like I was in my own Amanda Bynes time, like minus the wig and like <laughs> minus like tweeting that like I wanted, you know, Drake to murder my vagina. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, I feel that way. I absolutely would, but I was, you know, like tweeting it. Yeah. But, um, so it's honestly like way easier to do my show right now than in like my Amanda Bynes times. Yeah. Um, and just like that, I'm so thankful that I like still get to connect with people and that like right now we all just, we all need content the most and we all just like need, like, we just need something to kind of take us like out of ourselves for us to like not feel so yeah, alone. And, we all need connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's so great. Like also about like your podcast, cause your podcast is so honest and like, we feel like we're just like having like a really intimate like brunch with you, you know, like a really like open, like soft, gentle, like just hanging out with like one of your best friends, like in your head. And like, that's what's so great about like your show. And that's like, what's so needed right now is because like, we all are feeling lonely. We all have no idea what's happening. We like, we're just going like hour by hour and anything that we can like grab onto that is like a, like resemblance of our normal life or like something like which for a lot of people, it's like our TV shows. It's like our podcast. Cause even our TV shows, like for me, like, you know, like the late night shows and like Wendy Williams, they're all having to like, yeah, just like how like they do their stuff. Mm-hmm. And like the late night shows, watching them do it from home is so weird. Like oh. watching them like without an audience, it's like, it's very, very strange. And then you're like, Oh wow, this isn't really funny when it's not like, <laughs> it's true. Um, but it's like, I, I am so, so thankful that there are people like you who are still doing, you know, like you doing your show and you especially doing it like your, like your situation right now, I am like in awe of like, oh, thanks. You know, I, it really is. I was telling, you know, my husband, just, I was telling him like, I'm really grateful that I, I am doing the show and I'm able to continue to book guests because everybody's home and everyone's available. Um, and it is, it's a place to connect. It's a place to share, you know, it's a place to feel somewhat, you know, quote unquote normal or whatever normal may be. Um, and just to be able to kind of feel like you're reconnecting. And it's like, I, you know, it's like, I keep saying to people, I hate the term social distancing because it's like, I get it. We do have to physically distance from people. But I think the biggest thing right now is nobody wants to be socially distanced. Everyone wants to connect. You can see by everybody going live on social, all the zoom parties, all this, all that, like everyone's craving connection. And it's, it's so, so important that we like that we have that and that we have even like that virtual like that virtual connection. And I just, I am just so, so grateful that like I'm in the position that I'm in and I'm so thankful because I just, a lot of my like kittens are like our young moms and it's like, they're just like you. And I like, I feel so badly for you guys because it's like, I always say I'm like, I don't even understand mothers. Like it's, it truly is the most incredible, like amazing thing to me. It's a magic trick, like that I, <laughs> I never had any desire to learn, like how, like it's actually done. Like I have no idea, like no desire to see, like behind the curtain because it just like blows my mind, and I have no idea how anybody does it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's like on a good day when even if you had like four nannies and no an pair, and like the you know kids at like off at like boarding school and like comes home for like three hours, like it's still I have no idea how moms do it. So 
the uh, fact that guys are now at home and like the kid is just at home and like having to deal with like I have no idea how you guys are doing it and like it breaks my like heart for you of like how you're having to survive like just as a human as a normal human just like <laughs> by yourself but then having the mothering on top of it and having to entertain like this kid and not scare it with like the like with what's happening well, yeah, in the world sure. and like I I know so every day I get very excited moving the teddy bear we're doing is your place doing the teddy bear hunt you know I haven't seen it in our in our area but I've seen it all online and like seen people doing it I think it's a really cute idea but I haven't um I've seen chalk people like write out chalk but I haven't seen the teddy bears yet we did, uh, we just got the teddy bear. Well, actually we got a bunny cause that's all I could get, but okay. I took the bunnies. I, I took his ears and I took like, like a faux teddy bear and I took a Sharpie and like did it. And just, it's just like something like so cute that it's like, I love seeing the families like go on their like little walks every day. And like the kids get so excited when they like point out the teddy bear and then I take our dog for a walk. And then I'm like the adult child who I get very excited when I see a teddy bear. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm selfishly also doing it for myself, but just seeing you guys like on social media, I'm just so amazed by, I'm so amazed by you. And I have no idea like how you moms are keeping it together. Like you yeah, you know, it's not, it's, it's definitely not easy. Um, and, you know, thank you. And, um, but I think that like so many moms that I have spoken to have said, you know, it's definitely not easy and it's definitely like a lot of chaos and losing your mind and this and that, but it definitely does bring you back to the space of like what is important and, um, you know, like, and, and what's in front of you. And I am so grateful to have Amelia and of course, you know, baby girl, my belly always kicking and reminding me that she's coming, but you know, like Amelia is always like making us laugh. And even if she's being crazy, like, you know, it's just, it's a distraction. It's a constant, you know, love connection and just something that keeps you moving, you know, even when you want to be like, Oh, this sucks. Like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with anything. And I just want to like crawl into bed. It's like, they kind of are your, you know, they always are your reason, but like, especially right now, you know, you look at their face and you're like, holy crap, I got to show up for them, you know? So it's, um, it's, 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 it's a very wild experience in that sense. But, you know, a lot of moms have shared that with me too, that they're like in an eerie way, kind of enjoying the time with their children at the same time, being reminded like how, you know, precious, um, you know, and, and fragile life can be. Yeah. It's, it, this really put a lot of stuff into perspective because like I, I've never like really thought of uh, like something happened, like that we would be like susceptible to something like, of course. I know, no, nobody thought like, we, we would all be living in quarantine during a pandemic. I mean, that's not something you think about. <laughs> yeah. Like I just, you know, I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's like, so like, so, so sad for like really old people who have like, you know, like a lot of like health concerns of thinking like that oh, that was, like, still, like, super scary, but then when it's, like, oh, this is happening here to, like, yeah, for sure, to, like, yeah, there's no discrimination, yeah, Mm -hmm. and, like, that just put, like, everything into, like, even, like, more of a spotlight of, like, what's important and the stuff that we do give so much energy to, and especially, like, stuff I was giving so much, like, mental capacity and, like, space to, and, like, I, it really did like help put um, like what is really important and like 
like who we love in our lives and mm-hmm. like focusing on that when, if, you know, like this was my, like I said, like this was my last day. I'm not going to be like, all right, troll like 77 on. Really yeah. Now. Right. <laughs> like, you know, who has two on writing back to them. Yeah. And just like, why do I care about what this person who I don't know says? And I saw like some Instagram quote on like, so that's where, you know, it's like very legitimate when you see an Instagram quote, it's very meaningful. Where it's, <laughs> <laughs> like if you wouldn't go to this person for advice, don't value their opinion. Yeah. And I, so like, true. I had like never thought about it, but that like that way, but it's like, if, it was somebody who I respected. Like if it was like you or Chris or one of my friends, like who, you know, who I cared about and who I respected something like I would care about that. That would mean something to me like, because I trust you guys and I really love you and I like respect you, but it's like, I wouldn't be going to like any of these people for advice or anything. Like I wouldn't let these people watch my cat. Why am I caring so much about like what, so true. Yeah. Like what they're saying or what's being shared. Well, and like, so that being said, cause you know, we will come out of this, obviously this will pass. Like when you, when we do come out of this, like, do you feel like you're going to be in a different place of, you know, kind of how you allow things to come into your space and, and you know, and, and take your energy and, you know, what you actually focus on and, and, you know, furthering your mental health and everything else because of, what you're experiencing right now and the lessons you are learning. Yeah, absolutely. Like I felt like I probably like didn't like word it very like correctly earlier when I was saying like everything has like the meaning you give to it. But you know, it's like with guys how like they're obsessed with sports and it's like like somebody has like, oh this is like a Mickey Mantle ball. Isn't that like some baseball player Mickey Mantle or something? Yeah, totally. But yeah. It's like, you know, like if this was like signed or this was like, you know, the home ball like like the like home run ball. Like to them that means like a lot. But I just be like, oh it's just some stupid ball. Like I wouldn't know like right. I wouldn't care because it has no meaning to me. So it's right. like everything has just like the meaning that you give it. And it's like the meaning that you give to other people's opinion of you, which I know that we all like obviously care about. Of course. But when like you think about it, something that none of us have control over anyway, like you can be as nice, you can be as like nice as somebody you want. You can spend as much money on them like as possible. You can be, and it like still doesn't guarantee that that person will be nice to you, will love you, will respect you like at all. Right. Like no matter how good you are to somebody that does not mean at all, like that they will be like, Mm -hmm. like that to you in return. And so it's just like, you really have no control over how like other people are going to treat you. You only have control of if you accept it or not. Like, Mm -hmm. but like just caring so much about other people's opinions of you and like thinking about, you know, like thinking about what they're thinking of you and then when you realize of like, oh, they're probably not thinking of you at all because they're thinking about themselves <laughs> and just being so concerned about what other people are thinking of you where it's like, thought about like at the end of our, like at the end of our life, it's not like, if, like we go to heaven. It's like, okay, but you can, you know, trade in all these people's like good thoughts of you, like, right. like arcade tokens of like, okay, well this many people thought this of me. So does that like give me like five more years? Like, no, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, yeah. None of these people's like thoughts or validation like matters all but that's what we spend majority of our life like begging and like valuing like more than like than we should yeah 
Yeah, more than like what we feel about ourselves or what our loved ones, like people who are important to us. Mm -hmm. Like, and so that has really been like a big eye opener of like, why do I care about these people who like are not a part of my life whatsoever? Mm -hmm. And like letting, but letting them be so much a part of my life, like in my head. Right. And so it's like, this has just like shown me of what I put like what I let consume so much of like my. Right. So when you come out of this, hopefully you won't allow so much of that to consume you and you won't care, um, you know, what others are saying or, you know, trolling or whatever it may be that you're able to, you know, say to yourself, like all that matters is who I am and where I'm at and my, my family and, you know, my loved ones and, 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 you know, and that's it. And, and, and like, you're right. It's such a, true perspective for so many people to come out of this and learn. And I do think that there is a lot of learning going on for all different people right now in this time, you know, whatever it may be that you are meant to learn right now in those lessons. But I think that that's, you know, that's a really good point is that so many of us, especially social media and everything else, we allow everything to consume ourselves. But at the end of the day, when you're in something like this, it really puts everything to perspective to be like, none of that shit matters. Like, literally, like, it's just, what's important, your family, you know, your friends, your health, like the things that really matter. Exactly. And obviously you, you matter, you know? And so it's like, I think that's a, you know, a really good and honest share to say like that you're going to hopefully move forward and, 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 you know, and, and remind yourself that when you come out of this. Yeah. It's like somebody's like, you know, I like some troll was messaging me. It's like, like some of the worst things. And I, like for the first time, it's like it, that used to really upset me. That would depress me so much. It upsets, and, like, and it upsets anyone. I mean, when I've had nasty things, like, you know, it's just, it's just not nice, you know, and especially online is, it's just something about the way it attacks you and, and it takes time for sure to build it, that skin and shield and everything. And it was just the most disgusting things you can write about. So, and not just like, you know, not just about me, but like about my parents. And it was like, nor, that would upset me so much as it had, like, as it has before, but it's, like, during this, I've, like, it was just kind of, like, a light bulb thing of, like, all right, if this is what somebody is messaging me, like, if this is, yeah, like, what, especially um, during this time, geez, and then, like, this has nothing, this, like, I refuse to believe that, like, I am your biggest problem in life, and that was just kind of, like, a light bulb thing of, like, if everything is going on right now in the world, and this, you know, person with, like, two bot followers is still spending, <laughs> still spending yeah. a day. Like, well, and that's this- sad for them because it's like during this time, they really should be also focusing on so much more and they're choosing to put their energy into like you and into that, you know, that's kind of just sad in itself, to be honest. Exactly. So I was just like, it was like a good eye opener of like, this has nothing to do with me whatsoever. <laughs> like I am not your biggest problem in life. And if this is what you were choosing to do during all of this, if this is what's getting you through the day, like, like f- go for it because yeah. we are all like this this is like very very sad on like a different level and it just kind of helped me of like this does not matter yeah like, good, yeah and good for you and I think you know for me it's like you know when I became a mom that's really when my I always tell them my give a shit button was broken like I went from you know caring about all these things with you know celebs and Hollywood and all these things in my career and to not that I didn't care valued that anymore, but it, it switched and it switched to, I know my value. I know my worth. I know, 
you know, like who I am and what's important. And so those that do know that and value that, that's who I'll still work with. That's what I'll still do. And then those that don't like, oh, well, and you know, th- that's the end of that, you know, and, right. and I think we have to all come to different things in our lives where you come to yourself, especially as, as women, because we're so hard on ourselves and in our minds and everything. And it's like, you have to come to yourself and be like, but I'm worth it. And like, I know my value, I know my worth and I know what I bring to people and what I give to people and who I am as a person. And that's all that matters. And then everything else is just bullshit. Exactly. Like, I think like you said it like so well, and I'm like, so, so impressed like with how you like have prioritized everything and how you. I think a mom does that to you. (laughs) (laughs) How you do all of this and how in everything is going on right now, how you still remain like so calm and like so positive. Oh, I mean, don't let me fool you. I mean, I, ha- I have breakdowns. I broke down just the other night, like like crying and hugging him and saying how, what a fucked up time it is to be pregnant and everything. I mean, I have my breakdowns. I still have my moments. I think that's what obviously makes you, you know, human and, you know, also allows you to continue to move forward and rebuild yourself in an even stronger way is to allow yourself those breakdowns and not look at them as weaknesses, but look at them as strengths of, I have to get this out. I have to allow it to go through me. And then I have to move forward. You know, right. I think that's something like I've also learned and then continue uh, to learn as a mom, you know, and I'm sure I'll be learning more once I have two. So, you know, I mean, stay tuned, you know? So, um, but I know, I think that's, you know, I think that's a really great share and I'm glad that, you know, you have learned so much and moved forward so much with your own mental health journey and everything and that you, you know, really feel confident also when you come out of this, that you're going to be an even better place. And I think that's like such a good message also for others to hear that like they also can be too. And it doesn't have to be such a dark place, you know, right now with where they're at and they can move forward and that they can be, you know, in a, in a safe space. Yes. As dark as it is right now, or is like whatever, like, how whatever depression you've like had before or however you're feeling right now, it's like, it feels like absolute like hell and the worst, like the worst thing you've ever experienced. And it just, I know it doesn't like sound like very helpful, like when you're going through it, but it's like, you just have to know that eventually it will come to an end. Like the cycle will, like you will get through it. And like some cycles are like, you know, like longer than others, but it, you just have to know that you will, like, you will get through it. Right. Yeah. There is light at the end of the tunnel and you will, you will, you will find it and you will get there. And I think that that's like, you know, that's the biggest takeaway from all of that. So, you know, um, I think that, I think that's really, you know, I think that's really good of you to share because I think especially, obviously those that listen to your podcast, you know, with the kittens, there are so many kittens in there that do have different mental health you know, uh, their own, you know, issues and things they work through and anxieties. And I mean, so many of us do, it's totally normal. And I think a lot of times when people don't want to speak about it, um, especially in a time like right now, they feel so alone and they do feel so like, oh my gosh, like, how could I even do something, you know, 10 minutes from now? And like you said, like the cycles may be long, things may feel heavy, especially right now, but you will get through it. And that's like the biggest takeaway is like, no matter where you are, you will get through it. You just have to shower and dance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you just have to shower and dance. And it's like you survived it. 100% of your worst days. And that is, a, I'm, you know, dropped out of community college, but <laughs> I'm no mathologist, but that is like a very good, like that's very good ratio. So I'm just like, 
you know, they have 100% like batting average or whatever. Oh, there's like a lot of baseball. I'm using so many sports ball terms. <laughs> you know, they say, I'm like, for someone who's really not into sports, there's so much sports <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> um, but it's like the worst, like our absolute worst days in things that we never thought we would survive, you know, our whole right. life. Think about, you know, like your worst days that you've had and you still have survived those or breakups or times, like whatever you've gone through in your life. And if you're still listening to Allie's podcast right now, which you're very lucky to be subscribed to this podcast, (laughs) but it's like, think about everything you've already survived in your life and you're still here. Yep. And this will be like no different. It's just, you will get through it. You just have to, you shall pass. Uh You just have to have faith that you will get through it and that you're not alone in it. And not being afraid to like, do not make it harder on yourself by like not sharing with your friends or not like connecting with your loved ones. Like you don't have to like suffer through this, like alone, like making sure you connect with people, like making sure to like text somebody or like check in with all the people. Mm -hmm. Yes. And also if you're listening to this and nobody has texted you, like that does not mean that you are not loved and that you don't have friends because like, that can also get down on you when you see these like zoom hangouts when you're like, nobody's texted me, nobody cares about me. And it's like, that's not true. Right. And also it's also, you know, I think uh, for you to also reach out because maybe that person is having a hard time reaching out because we all again are in this space where we don't know what to do and we are taking it, you know, day by day, hour by hour. And so you just are doing your best. And I think that's the best message is we're all doing our best. That's all we can do. You know, it's like, you know, my, yeah. husband, my husband, Justin just waved to me to let me know he's going outside to have a cigar. Like he needs to just sit outside and be in nature and have a cigar. Like we're just, we're all doing whatever it takes to get through this right now. Exactly. I think that like what you said is great. Like also, yeah, if you like, you have, you have your phone, you have your, you know, if you're a boost mobile, your cricket wireless, whatever you have, like whatever. <laughs> like whatever you have it's like send a text to somebody because nobody like everybody is thrilled when they get a text yeah like 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 I mean unless it's like a dick pic which like then people are like "Eh." (laughs) yeah please don't spare that (laughs) I always say that on my Instagram I'm like I'm a mom and I'm married and I have a band I'm like literally like falling over about to give birth (laughs) and like this is what I'm getting like you know things I'm good (laughs) You're like, yeah. I'm a mom, not much scares me or grosses me out with like what I have to put up with. No, right. but, yeah, but that does like, don't, don't slide that into my DM, please. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, like send text. Like everybody is always like, it always feels good to be like thought of and yeah, it, I know like, you're loved and you're thought of. And I think that's also a really good tip is like, check in with a friend, like send a text right now. Like, you know, like, you know, FaceTime someone, if you want to see someone like, just do not just for you, but also for everyone else. Because like you said, we're all in this together. It's just, we all are doing the best we possibly can. And just do not judge yourself for however you're feeling. Cause you, however you're feeling is 100% valid. Amen. That is so true. Well, love, I really appreciate you really sharing so much more real and raw. Cause I know, like I said, between your own show and other shows you've been on, it's usually like way more, you know, humor and, you know, lighthearted and like how, you know, like, you know, the things that you thrive in in your career. But I really, I, I appreciate you really being real and raw um, for me and my listeners and really sharing that side of you, because I think that it's just really important. And so many people that do 
follow you and, you know, respect you and listen to your podcast to hear also that you have come out on the other side and how you have found light in the end of the tunnel and everything else. And like, you know, the successful career that you've had, but yet you've had, of course, so many hurdles and challenges along with it. I just think it's just so good to share, especially right now, because we all need to be reminded that we're all human and we're all the same really at the end of the day. I love that. And thank you for everything that you're doing and you're such a ray of light and you help so many people. And I am just, I am so, so excited for the new little, uh, for the second little princess that you are bringing into this thank world. Just like, yeah. A little warrior prize princess choosing to come <laughs> in at this time, man. That your little baby, you know, warrior princess is coming out and that there's going to be like another like little ball of happiness and light just like you because like you are just, you are just truly like, I think that there are very few people who like are like really like like angels like on earth and like really are oh, here like so right you know, make me cry I'm so hormonal <laughs> but you just truly you are such a bright light in so many people's lives and um and so so helpful to like everybody and like your listeners and you're just so you've helped so many people with your like your journey and your like postpartum Thank stuff you. well I think that's you know at the end of the day I think that's what we're all here for and I hope that during this heavy time a lot of people are learning that and more people are coming together and I do see that. And I do believe that it's going to serve so much better when this, when we all do come out of this, I actually do believe it is going to, it's going to make things better and it's going to make the world a more community place. And that's what it needs to be. Oh, I love you. Thank you so much for letting me do this. Yes. It was amazing having you on and tell us, of course, I know people are going to want to go find your podcast. They're going to want to go follow no trolling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us where we can find you, plug yourself, all that good stuff. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Annabelle DeSisto and you can go listen to the podcast, Adderall and compliments on iTunes. And I, I need to go like see your, or I'll, I'll message you to put in the bio, the, um, the episode number because Allie's is one of my favorite podcasts. Oh, yeah. We had so much fun on your show. Yes. We like, I was like screeching into the mic the entire time because we were like, <laughs> and it was like all about stripped and just, it just made me laugh so much. So that's like one of my favorite podcasts. So I highly recommend you go listen to that one and the Facebook group, which is like, very, very sweet and like about like mental health and like cat pictures and like mom stuff. It's like a mix of like, it's very like positive mix of like everything that uh, the Facebook group is A and C kittens that yeah. they definitely join. It's so much fun. There's some really great uh, people in Allie's there. In there. Allie's there. very helpful in there. <laughs> very yes, I, ha I have, I have fun in there for sure. Well, thank you so much, love. And you know, of course, stay safe and, uh, I will see you when we all get out of this <laughs> in IRL. <laughs> Thank you so much, love. Bye. 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 Next time. Bye, guys.